Hi guys, welcome to the Contender Promotions Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Bell. Today I've got some special guests in the studio. We've got Paul Venice, world champion, and Dave Wright, British champion. So guys, today we're going to hear a little bit of stories about Paul's fight career and his new acting career. We're going to hear a bit about Dave's fight career uh, with myself travelling up and down the country. And also, guys, about their new business venture, what these two guys have gone into. So it's going to be a good day. Yep. How are we doing, Paul? I'm all right, man. How are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good man. How are you, Dave? I'm very well. Very well, very well. How is uh, how's business? Picking up. Picking up. Getting there, bro. Getting there, yeah. It started off slow, as every business does, but yeah. obviously now where's getting about. Starting to pick up a bit. Yeah. Did you watch the first uh, podcast I put out? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. watched, I watched bits watch of bits it. Of, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I don't think it's on, it's on YouTube at the minute, Rob. Spotify, yeah, that's that's it. It. So it is on YouTube. Now we will start sharing that, guys. Uh, mm. put, pushing it well, out. The video. The video version, yeah. Uh, you watched the Spotify version. Yeah. And what, what did you listen to it? Listen to it. What did you think? Good. Funny. Yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I need to download that Spotify. I don't have it. Yeah, well, you get everything on there music. It's like SoundCloud, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, like a caveman when it comes to phones, mate. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have no clue. My Spotify, though, that reckons the best for podcasts, though, because none of it's censored and mm. edited and apparently I don't know I'm not no tech wizard but Spotify's supposed to be the only, the honestly I've been, I've been doing a few podcasts lately and the only ones I don't even watch my ones back the only ones I watch yeah. is Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan I, I, I can't bring myself to listen to stuff like that I need to start doing it I just my, my, my patience and my I get yeah, yeah. restless and stuff so, like that but I don't mind watching stuff do you know I, what I, mean? I was watching uh, last night I was watching the, the Joe Rogan uh, podcast live uh, no the presidential election with uh, Biden and Trump so it was a bit weird actually watching it not mm. like seeing him doing that sort of thing yeah so that was, that was interesting but Joe Rogan's podcast in Minan that was unbelievable so it's unbelievable I tell you what I used to watch quite a few years ago now when I think he was the first person to start these podcasts off was uh, podcast or podcast pod- 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 <laughs> pod- <laughs> 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 but, uh, it was a like cat. it was set out like a cartoon called the Ricky Gervais show I but it was a podcast it. with yeah. Steve Merchant, Ricky Gervais, and Carl Pilkington. Yeah. The three of them doing a podcast. But what they'd done was animated they it. They animated the podcast. Yeah, so I know. yeah that'd be yeah. Oh, that's quite so cool. Yeah. 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 Have you seen the Mike Tyson one? With Joe Rogan? No, no, not the one with Joe Rogan. He does one himself, doesn't he? It's like yeah. filmed in black and white. Okay. I've seen him on Joe Rogan, he was fucking brilliant. Yeah, he was good. He's been on twice now, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you smoking Johnson? Yeah, yeah, smoke, yeah well he always does Joe Rogan, that's like second nature for them guys on there, chilling, yeah. isn't it? But Tyson Ranch. That's his Tyson Ranch, yeah, Tyson Ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got his own, it's got his own, it's got his own uh, weed and stuff. He's <laughs> got a big ranch, he grows it on him now. What do you think of uh, Tyson fighting Jones? Hmm. We just talk about uh, smart man. Like We've seen him we've seen him we've seen him we've seen Roy Jones's road work. Looks like he's running on prosthetic legs. Yeah. Because they're on the road, aren't they? It's like one thing that does mean about the fighting game now is they're not knowing when to stop. Mm. I think Mayweather hit the nail on the head when he stopped, you know, perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's only coming back to fights where he knows he can yeah. win. I think, I mean, Mike Tyson was up there with the best for me. I love yeah, him. Yeah, same me, yeah, same yeah. But then, I mean, Danny Williams, knocked, no disrespect yeah, to Danny Williams, yeah. that, but Danny Williams sparked him out, knocked him out, yeah. finished him. And then Kevin McBride. That's what I'm saying. So I think. Well, he's still you a goat, isn't he? Um, oh, he is. Yeah. 
To me, anyway, you'll always will well, be. Well, look, the, the way I the way I like like to yeah. fight heavyweights and knockouts and all yeah, that. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah, he's he's perfect. But the, the, I think the the more I've sat back now and because I don't like the boxing game now the way th- the way mm. things are. Yeah. I liked it when I was growing up. Me, I would watch. I got I got a, a fucking video player. Mm. Our dad got me a video. It was called the Fabulous Four, and it was uh, Roberta Duran, yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard, Thomas Ernst and uh, Marvin Agler all yeah. fighting for one belt one championship belt that's it yeah yeah and when you watch boxing in them days and even in the heavyweights when you know like Vanderfield were fighting Sugar uh, what was his name Riddick Bohr and yeah. you know that everyone was in the yeah, prime yeah, and everyone was yeah. fighting for one belt and you know it was mint it was mint you watch boxing now and like there's that many different belts and that different champions and you're thinking avoid the that fight because they want to fight yeah I just, I just think it's you know, all the best one to fight the best. That all. It's always to protect. Yeah. And as you box. see with other sports, what I've found is other sports like, the, the, especially like the likes of, uh, I would say, the kickboxing and the motor. Yeah. Like them guys, just like they'll fight the best, yeah. even even more than once. That's and, it. And and the all is not not so important, but there's they want to fight the best. That's it. At that you, time. What we're saying there is about the boxing now is I've sat back now and it's very rare I watch a boxing fight. Now. Yeah. I, I, some, sometimes you can't miss it because you never know what else on, but you want to watch it anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. I've went back through YouTube and just watching fights and, I, and I, I, like, I, I'm obsessed with the Mickey Ward and the Turo Gatti fights. Yeah, yeah. I watch them over and over again. As soon as I'm sat bored, I'll just watch, watch them. them yeah. But then I hated Mayweather when he boxed. I hated him. I was too, was too boring. I couldn't pay to watch him. Oh, it's terrible, it's terrible. Because he was the same every time. Yeah, but thing, now yeah. when you go through his fights and you watch yeah. him on YouTube, you think it was, it's Yeah, he's a master, isn't he? It's mesmerising. Yeah. So I disagreed. I was always with Mac Tyson. Mm. He's not the goat, he's not the goat. He needs security guards to take his children to school and all yeah. that stuff. I totally agreed with him. But I've gone back and back and watched. Mate, he was, he's the best ever to do it. Yeah, That's what I think now, only because, look at Canelo now. Mm. Canelo's probably the pound for pound at the moment. You see what may have done to him. And I, I, I watched that fight live and I was so mad, so pissed off. Watched it with my old man, my yeah. dad. And me and him were looking at each other thinking, I can't believe a bit of this. What am shy, fucking shy. Go to bed, upset, can't sleep because you're feeling just bit for that yeah. shite. But then I watched it again over on YouTube and you think, it's fucking magic. Yeah, Absolutely I think, magic. I think when you, sometimes when you watch things back as well and you're like, you, you, you appreciate the yeah. skill level of some do, people, you don't do. you? I mean, I watch Mike Tyson's, I like, I, I like reels more than I watch Mayweather's. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, the more I've looked at it and, and studied it and looked through yeah. it, you think, nah, do you know what? You become more than a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah, I was yeah. looking at that there, remember when we went to see him? Oh, Tyson, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, days. How right. fat was he then? Boy, he was big then, weren't he? He came on stage, yeah. all he'd done his work. He, he was. He was at a real... He loads of salt on his dinner, didn't he? Yeah. Ate loads of his dinner and went... Isn't he falling asleep? Went off, right? And they went, well, like, so where's fucking Mike Tyson in here? Paid about fucking 80 quid for this. It was 75 quid a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Like, where the fuck's Mike Tyson, man? Anyhow, someone come and say, eh, Mike's just gone back to his hotel room and lie down for a couple of hours. Like, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then he come back out about two hours later when everyone was, like, getting... Wrestlers go, oh, where's yeah. Mike Tyson here? Do you know what I mean? We want to see him and that. Came on, he went, I've been boxing since I was like 13 and I was see Costa Marco took me on my guidance. And... <laughs> <laughs> and that was like him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was me and my boxing career and then I went to jail. <laughs> and then he fucked off. We were like, fuck, where do you I think though, Tyson at that time, what year was that on there? Is it? Is a year on there? It was, it was 2008 or something. It was like years it? ago, yeah, we went there, but he must have been in a bad place then. He was massively overweight, weren't he, as well? Like, he was oh. 
He didn't. He didn't look like the, the guy you you thought. Like look at him now. See, manager. Yeah, I was, mesmeriz I was mesmerized by. Obviously, his aura and everyone was like Mike Tyson. I was like, fucking, how much salt's he putting on his dinner? <laughs> 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 you were coming enough and thinking you're gonna fight like yeah. Tyson, weren't you? Yeah. What's yeah. me fighting now? I'm Tyson. The meat of champions. All yeah, you, know what, you know, speaking about Tyson, that I think if Custom Martin is there to love, yeah. I don't think he'd have been beat. You don't think he'd have been beat? No. I think he just I think it was that path and the mentorship. Yeah. Of it, like of what well, well look, look, he had he had no guidance as a child. When Custom Martin took him, went and lived with mm. him, all of a sudden he's getting disciplined, he's got guidance, he's got he's got a purpose, he's got all that stuff. Mm. And then all of a sudden, bosh, Custom Martin dies. Yeah. He, he's then all the leeches yeah. the custom art was keeping away yeah, all cling stuck on, didn't to him yeah, they, I don't very, know I've read him when he yeah, talks about yeah, his story he, he, he actually any, gets upset himself yeah, 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 for me personally if there's any goat in this room on all of these in here it's this guy man. I thought you were going to point at me there this Bada guy Harry. <laughs> Bada <laughs> Harry Bada Harry Bada Harry Bada the boy I don't know I like Ernest Hoost I'll be honest Hoost is the man yeah yeah, I like Badari, and I like I'll, look. You know, they I'm never fought, K. did they? There's no sport like K1, not in a million years. But I, I just think when I watch K1, I like reels, which I can do constantly every day. I always go back to Ernest Dos leg kicks, leg yeah. kicks, leg kicks. Everything's the proper Dutch style, that though, isn't it? Oh, just the way he fights. Brutal. He's mint with them kicks, isn't he? The oh, way he drops them in, liver shot, boom, boom. Yeah, unbelievable. That's the look. The way the way he does his leg kicks, Oost is like. Yeah. It's the perfect. They, don't, oh. they look effortless. It's like, goes, it's like, it's all like, boom, it's like yeah. a floppy. Just the way it goes, that, yeah, it is. Yeah. Chops. I bet one of them taken one or oh. three. Fucking knack, not I remember the festival leg kick I took was off a nine stone ring and wet lad. Yeah. Lovely lad as well, lots of respect for him. He's a good, good fight as well, Leaf Taggart. Yeah, yeah. He'd take a leg kick then. Yeah, well, that. Oh, you little bastard. Yeah, I need to cry. You do that again, I'll strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. right, and he just walked out. I was like, what the hell? What the fuck was that? Yeah. He fucking killed us, but you know it was the best thing I ever done was learn how to kick a leg. Yeah, yeah. You don't appreciate you don't even like appreciate or understand no. the, the damage you can do until you feel one. I, I heard him say, uh, what's his name? The fucking guy was all over Instagram. He's fucking brilliant. You know him? Is it Harrison? Liam Harrison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're depending on how fit you are, you're recover from a punch in like 10, mm. 20 seconds. But a leg kick after a fight, two or three weeks, you're not walking right. Yeah, I think Liam Harrison's got the most brutal leg kicks in fucking Mate. England. Mate, Easy in, in, yeah. In, Do you know what it is? Do you know what you it is? You want them in the world, yeah. See, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to say this, I'm obsessed with the guy at the moment. Yeah, Liam, he's fucking I'm obsessed with his now. social media, I'm obsessed with his with his, with his highlight like reels, I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Okay, that's all I'm watching. All I'm watching. Oh, yeah. Inside. Oh. I, I used to be... My favourite fighter of all time, to be fair, was uh, Mike Zambidas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved him. But that that was right at the beginning of my K1 career yeah. when I was just all about swinging and fucking oh, knocking, yeah, yeah. knocking yeah. out, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, man. But that's, that's what I was obsessed with. Then as I progressed in the K1 and started learning techniques and stuff like that, that's when I become... More Ernest Oost, yeah, yeah. more like down, the, like watching the lads who were mint with the legs, they put the chopping yeah. and all that, do you know what I mean? And now when I'm seeing this Liam Addison with his leg kicks, it's like like three and four at a time, bang, 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 fast, yeah. you're like, oh, fucking yeah. hell. Unbelievable watching it. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see him get a, a shot at the title of one. So, no before he retires. Deserves it, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he's... I don't like he jumps up and down, weight. Because mm. I think as soon as he steps up, weight, he's vulnerable. Yeah. 
he, he's vulnerable in, and he, he, I say I've seen him nose once or twice do you know what I mean was that when he fought Petch Morricot I think Petch so, Morricot's yeah. fucking animal, animal isn't he he's a beast he's a fucking animal but he was, Liam said but he was massive compared yeah. to money. yeah massive yeah. and he done it in, K- in glory he fought in glory as well didn't he uh, Liam's fought twice in glory uh, yeah think, he think, got yeah. beat didn't he yeah I don't think he was at that. Was he at the right weight then when he when he got beat? I can't remember. I can't remember. Because he's 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 a nightmare for taking fights and short notice and stepping up weight when he's out, not in the best shape. Of that. I follow him. I've been I've been following him, been listening to him and all that. He's uh he's been on Joe Rogan's as well. Hasn't he? He's got his own. Liam's actually got his own podcast as well. Has he? Yeah, yeah, kicking it. So that, mm. that's good as well. He's had some uh, funny guys on. He's got one, you know, you know, with this fucking comedian guy, right? Who does like loads of mad uh, voices. They're Tyson Fury's dad and that does like. Sounds I've seen exactly, him. Sounds Conor exactly McGregor's like him. Yeah, yeah, he does them all. Him. Does he do a lot of footballers? I don't know about football. I don't watch football. Tyson Fury's and Conor McGregor's ones on point in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him. Yeah. But yeah, uh, one championship's uh, taken off, isn't it? I've only just started watching it the last few months. Do you know what? I, I'm, I've been. I've never missed the UFC show. Me. I've been, yeah. I, I, I've been mad about UFC. Uh, I. I'd be lying if I said I don't enjoy the grappling now, but I yeah. first I hated it. But then it, it was him who mentioned one champion. I tell you what, was Demetrius Johnson switched yeah, over yeah, that one championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it last year or the beginning of last year? Or two years yeah, it was something like that, yeah. When, when he switched over, that's when I thought, well, what's this one championship? And that's when I started watching it on YouTube. And mm. then obviously you were mentioning it, he was mentioning it. And then, yeah, it's fucking, it's massive now, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting, uh, it's doing well. Mm. And it's catering for all styles as well, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. it's... It's got to do MMA as well, and I think that's got a bigger fan base than uh, kickboxing and Muay Thai. It's Asian based, isn't it? Like Jap- Chinese, Japanese, or all, all them over there? Is that because there's a lot of them fighting on it in there? Yeah, yeah, but they're all over as well, and he's just he's signing everyone to be honest. Yeah, who, who's yeah. the guy who runs? Uh, like? Chatri, Chatri, yeah, and uh, he's he's signing everyone. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see how it, uh, how, it, how it plans out, but. I'm interested in like I like glory, I like glory kickboxing, so I'm interested yeah. in that and I'm a bit gutted the the fight between Benny and uh Badahari's not going ahead with him having uh coronavirus. <coughs> I talked about it last week this, but apparently it's going ahead for November now, which is gonna be good. Fucking so, coronavirus, eh? Yeah. Let's not go down that rabbit hole uh, there. No, no. But, uh, I know, it does your head in. Well, yeah, it's like like I say, it's affected my business now personally, like and yeah. other than my friends who've got gyms. So, like now we can only train like pro fighters. Yeah. At the minute, so <clears throat> the doors are going to be shut. Fucking no kids here, so it's crazy because I teach at a school as well. Yeah. And uh, and the school I teach, at, I teach kids, but I can't teach in my own school. Like it makes no sense, no me. It's, see, it's, this, it's crazy. Go back to that glory kill on there, guys. See the see the glory, see the glory. Now, are they, are they putting any shows on with no crowds at the moment? Well, they were, weren't they? They were supposed to be doing one. I think it was coming up. I can't was remember what it was, but no, 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 it was, but then they cancelled it, didn't they? I was going to say, I ain't seen no more advertising. Yeah, but it was only. Benny was fighting. Yeah, Ben yeah, but then got coronavirus, didn't he? So they cancelled the full show on that. Because uh, Grown Hart was fighting Cedric Dunbar as well, weren't it? Yeah, Everyone's, it's going to only be pay-per-view, yeah. isn't it? I know, but why aren't, why aren't other... It's like Eddie Hearn saying, oh, she's always not fighting or whatever. Oh, a little... Uh... Hey, you want one? You want a diet? I'm fasting, man. Time's it? Oh. Better save two of them for me for two o'clock. No, you don't Time's need it, one. Now. One o'clock. There's one for you, Rob. Knock it now, Rob, man. No chance. Yeah, but, uh, let's discipline that, eh? That's discipline now. Nice season, aren't they, guys? These are too nice. Fucking no beds. Mm. Paul, tell us a bit about your your fight career. How you going? Why well, me and Javery and I were nice donuts here. Sounds nice, that like. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I've been a fighter all my life, like, but not for the right reasons. Street fighting and and doing all that unlicensed boxing and. No, I got two of these. Not... <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> yeah, just crack on that. I, I'm, I'm fussed. He's got the shitty ones anyway. I like the custard mm, ones. They're nice. just cream filled, aren't they? Nice. Yeah, I was fighting all most of my life doing the bare knuckle and white collar boxing and all that crap. Untrained, by the way. Like just fucking jumping in and doing it. And then. Uh, Obviously, my life took a fucking bad time for the worst, mm. you know what I mean? Went to prison, long story short. When I got out, something flipped in my head where I didn't want to go back, and then there was a local gym, Impact Martial Arts. Mm. One of the lads was running it, uh, a self-bound lad, Alan Chapman, ended up uh, using it for not to keep me out of trouble. So come to the gym, yeah. keep out of trouble. Don't need to pay for it. Oh, Just, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm forever grateful for that, you know what I mean? Started training. It's a kickboxing with the daft trousers on and all that, which it's not daft like it's still it's still a yeah. combat sport. You know what I mean? I still enjoyed it. I was doing that. Never had a fight, but I was training there for about a month, month and a half. And then a lad come down sparring heavyweight. I can't remember his name. Big Ginger. He was fighting for a while title in Italy, three weeks time, and he was sparring with Gibbo. What gym was he from? He was from South Shields. Tall ginger lad. Jamie Moore. Yeah, that's it. Jamie, Jamie Moore. Moore. Cool lad. Yeah, cool line, mate, he? he was uh, he was he come down sparring and that and uh, I think Gibbo had only done a couple of rounds and, and uh, they just said Dan do you want to jump in and do some sparring with him jump in and I was like yeah well I jumped in with him and that and fucking I fucking battered him yeah. like, no disrespect right, to James yeah. he's a good lad you know what I mean and he was brilliant miles better than me at the time but uh, I was just too much for him do you know what I mean I was just yeah, too yeah. much for him and I took to this sport like this this the combat sports of boxing and as I, I, I was dedicated because i put I, I was on a right path do you know what i mean yeah so i was dedicated to getting fit to learning the art of of fighting and combat sports and he just couldn't live with me do you know what i mean i was too much for him too strong for him this guy and i got a massive confidence boost after i've done one round with him because yeah. the coach went in the corner hold on take it easy on him and i was like fucking hell i've never had a fight before yeah. He was like, fucking power down, take it easy on him. And I was like, fucking hell. So anyway, long story short, I ended up having a couple of fights, kickboxing. And then uh, I think it was like a Leaf Taggart and another kid were in there doing K1. So I was like, oh, what's this? Mm. And they were like, oh, leg kicks and doing this and all, none of that. Ten kicks above the waist and all that. Everyone yeah, I was yeah. fighting was like fucking six foot four. Yeah. And I was like barely six foot. Fuck, yeah. I'm fucking kicking on in the head. <laughs> so... I, started, I just transitioned to that straight away. I fucking loved it. Mm. And I just thought, fucking hell. I had a decent football background. I had a decent right leg on us. Once I got that technique right with that leg kick, that was it. I was away. I was away with the mix. I fucking loved it. And uh, our Alan jumped on board. It was, he, he, he'd, had, he'd had a few Muay Thai fights. He'd had a couple of MMA fights. So yeah. he was, and, and he was, he was well-schooled, well-trained. And, um, he just lived and breathed it with me every day. I was in there nine o'clock. I was going home at two o'clock, pick the kids up. I was back in at five o'clock and I was getting home at nine o'clock. Yeah. I mean, I was fucking dedicated. I loved it. And uh, I become obsessed with it. And yeah, I just fucking killed it. I, I killed what I could, you know what I mean? With yeah. fights I could, in a short period of time, I think I've done all right. Do you know what I'm saying? And, I, and like, I, I believe a couple of lads who I, who I, who I was fighting and that were probably better than me yeah but i just believe i was born to do that shit you no know, i was i was born to fight i mean you know what i mean i was i was made to fucking 
stand in a ring and get punched. Yeah, I think we were talking about your uh, last week on a podcast. We were talking about the fight with Chris Cooper. Yeah. So, and we were saying like Chris is a good fighter, isn't he? Like totally yeah. strong, and uh, it was it was mad because came from nowhere. The thing is, I was melt. I was meant to fight uh, a man called Elman Zivic or something. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> trained me arse off for him. Was fucking prepared for him. And then three weeks before the fight, he couldn't get a visa. So I fucked off on holiday. Yeah. Because I thought the show wasn't wasn't going on. I fucked off on holiday. When I comes back, it was about beginning of the week on the Monday. They went, oh no, we've got Chris Cooper now on the Saturday. Yeah. And uh, my head went a little bit, but my ego, like, uh, yeah. my ego just went, yeah, sound, sound. No problem. What were we doing all day? Were you just drinking and eating? Oh, shit? I was, yeah. yeah, I was fucking... Yeah. Let anything go, do you know what I mean? You'd already been in fight camp, so it was like, oh, I'm not fighting, fuck. You yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but I was only like two or, two or three weeks into a fight camp, so it wasn't really, I wasn't really fighting fit anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I was just half fit. Yeah. And I'd fucked off to Grant and area. But, and then when I'd come back, they were like, oh, we've got Chris yeah. Cooper now. So and I was still looked in shape. I still, like, I was still looked ripped in, in shape and stuff like that. But, like, I was unfit. Yeah. I remember Nathan took me on the pads in the, in the, in the, in the fucking change room. changing rooms yeah. and I was like stop a minute he went what do you mean I mean you're fucking fighting here what do you mean I went I'm fucked, <laughs> so I'm fucked. <laughs> he went you are I said I'm fucked mate I was smoking as well yeah. I was away do you know what I mean I used to always stop smoking me for fags I used to always stop smoking for fights I would have a fag so when I had the fight I would have boom yeah. but I was smoking like fucking 20 a day and I was doing that do you know what I mean I was fucked so when I, I, that's one fight I fucking hate on YouTube I can't stand it yeah. Yeah, because I look sloppy. I looked terrible. I look out like I just look haggard. Do you know what Still I mean? The first round, yeah. I was reaching for him. I was trying to. He was catching me. He was doing this and doing that. But to be fair, after the fight, when I, I, I he was good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wasn't it? He had a yeah, good cred credentials. Like, you look like a legend in the UK yeah. K1. Do you know what I mean? And I had a lot of respect for him. And uh, and another, I don't think the fight should have been stopped when I fought him. Me. You don't. No. no. No, I, well, I dropped caught with a beauty in the second yeah. round. I think when I got tired, when I sometimes when I got tired, I become more composed mm. because me, I just want to take it off. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? I want to take, I want to take it off. So when I get tired, I become more uh, clever mm. and not, I'm aware of my tiredness. So you start picking, and you know you're more yeah, careful yeah, with yeah. your shots. Yeah. And uh, I think that second round, that's I, I sort of composed myself, yeah. and then, then I just waited for the opportunity, boof, and then caught him. But I, I've, I've watched it a few times on YouTube, and I always think it was nice. He could have kept on going there. Mm. I'd have definitely put him to sleep one million percent, yeah. one million percent. And I think I, I kind of wanted that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think I kind of wanted that. It would have looked better. Do you know what I mean? And I think it was like, what do you think? Do you think it was? Have you watched it? Yeah, I think yeah, it was, stop, I think it was yeah. stopped yeah. prematurely, don't you? It's one of them, isn't it? Like, you can go back to this same scenario again. Like, look, look. Remember the Tyson Fury fight when Wilder knocked him down. Like, honestly, you could count. You could give that to nine other referees, and they would have called it. Yeah. Wouldn't have been started counting. They wouldn't even start counting because he looked like he was dead. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, and it's fighting such a funny game. Know what I mean? And See, many yeah. time where the refs just jumped in yeah. straight away, just put them into recovery position. I, I think as well, you need to respect the referee's decision at that time. He's watching the fight. As it's going ahead, like yeah. he or she has to make the decision based on the fighter's safety, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's the wrong decision. But what would we be saying if it was the other way around? The referee and, did say to me, yeah. he did say to me, "I can see what you can, Paul." 
Yeah. You know, and, and, and as well, also, <coughs> he can also hear what no one can as well because yeah. of the breathing. He, yeah. If, if a yeah. fighter's proper, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean, and he's taking punishment, he knows he ain't yeah. going to fight back. I spoke to Cooper, yeah. It was a bit, it was a bit of a chip end, to be fair. Yeah. Like, I, I, like a, I've never had any animosity or any chew with any fighter before. Mm. Like, it, it, before a fight, I'm always nothing but respectful. Yeah. And uh, and even afterwards, you know what I mean? Fucking hell. Mm. Chat to kill each other. Nothing but respectful. Nah, well. I know he, he, if he lost, his emotions would be high only. Straight yeah. away, he was like, fight shouldn't have been stopped. I was unfit. Blah, blah, blah. So mm. I was like... And then and then he, he didn't know what he'd been hit with. Mm. So I was like, what are you fucking saying to me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was unfit as well. Half of me wanted to say, oh, I'm trying to get outside the minute you die. <laughs> but I was just thought, I, I was just like, whatever, whenever you're fit, we'll do it again, yeah, no yeah, problem, yeah. do you know what I mean? But. Uh, Is he still fighting now? I think he had a couple of fights after after yeah. me. I, I seen him done a couple of fights. But uh, yeah, I, do you know what, as well? I watched him on the last week when I found out Chris Cope was on, that took the fight. I watched a couple of his videos and that. Yeah. He, looked, he looked fucking fantastic. Yeah. He do you know what I mean? He looked good. Like. I think you'll ever fight again then. Or is that right now with. Uh, being a professional actor out of uh, Middlesbrough Wood. The head tells me, yeah, but my heart says, no. But I, I could do the way around sometimes, I don't know. I, I, we spoke about before the Miguelian, you know what I mean? And then I was all for it and I was going well, to You were down training me, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. What did you find when you first came down training, actually? Was it was it different to what you'd done or was it, do you just think it's the same? Or I, I'm not just saying, I, I says this to women, I'm not just saying it because you were sat here at the table, yeah. but... Perfect for me. Mm. Perfect for me. Your style is perfect for me because it's Dutch, it's isn't it? Dutch. Step. I'd never experienced that. It was always, yeah, yeah. it was always pick, pack, 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 mm. combos and you know shit like that. But where with this, it was everything is 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 to kill. Yeah. Bang, yeah, bang, bang, yeah. bang. Angle, bang again. Mm. You know, even when you're stepping off, you're still looking for that shot to kill. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everything's through with bad intention. Mm. And when I'd come down and done that pad work with you, yeah. Even though, because everything's Bad intentions. Yeah. I, even though I was unfit, when I watched the video, I still looked half decent yeah, because yeah. it was exactly for me. I yeah. was meant to do it. If I'm going unfit and doing pitter patter, fucking hell, I'm in the bar, and you're knacked. But because everything was just take it down, boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 everything's mm. bang, bang, bang. Alone. Yeah. Boom, boom, and yeah. Even though I was unfit, I still looked half decent. Oh, yeah. They'd done the pads with him as well and obviously in one of our fighters mm. it was the same as well. It didn't look too yeah. bad did that because mm. everything's bang, bang, bang for my jab. Boom, boom. When you were like training before were you working the low kick a lot on pads and stuff like all that? Our, you know what? All I drilled was left hook, low left kick, hook, yeah. leg kick, right hook, left kick. Yeah. That's all I drilled. Main one, yeah. Yeah, it's all I drilled and I'm, I went to my first sparring session in uh, in Nathan's. Yeah, yeah. There was like uh, Amphrey Franklin and mm. Perry Goodwin. There yeah, was a few yeah, decent, yeah. Will Marston, a few yeah, good, yeah. decent lads in there. And uh, it was just that. That's all I'd done. Yeah. Bang, bang. And they live with us. Yeah. No, the club comes from fucking five stone every in the lot yeah, of them. Yeah. But it was like, bang, bang. They couldn't mm. live with us, you know what I mean? It was, they were all technically gifted, like Will Marston, yeah, Bernard Fighters, just stuff like that, do you know what I mean? I'd done Shark Tank with them there as well, so, so towards the end, they were just fucking yeah. battling us, do you know what I mean? It was fucking, yeah. it was hard work. But uh, that's all I drilled. And how Alan drilled that with me, just the left hook, right leg kick, mm. right hook, left kick, do you know what I mean? Worked perfect for me, I tell you when it worked perfect. The most frightened I'd ever been, going for a fight, nervous, was Cal Hewitt. Yeah, yeah, Cal, yeah. Because... Like Dolph London, didn't I dared of him and all that, and I had a couple of fights where I was fucking yeah. spatting people out and that, but then 
when he walked in the room and had a win, I was like, what the fuck? Because, <laughs> uh, look, I'm short for the weight yeah. as it is. Short. I'm, I'm not very rangy. Or, I, you know, and I'm walking you down. Mm. And he just had everything, all the tools to beat us. Yeah. Range, big long legs, fucking... Yeah. Uh, muscles bulging from Carved everywhere. Fucking hell. He was like a fucking big... He was like Dolph Lundgren. Like an action figure. Yeah. You see, he was a lovely man, as lovely lad him as well. Absolutely, yeah. loads of massive respect for him. He's a, he's a fucking wicker lad. And uh, I remember going for the win and staring at him and oh, I was like looking at him like that and I was like, fucking hell. But to take away my nerves, I remember all, I just went out and touched his six pack. I was like, some beach body that. And we both started giggling yeah, and, yeah. and I thought, well, I like that, do you know what I mean? Ready to kill each other tomorrow. And uh, I was a bit gun shy the first round. Yeah. I was because I, I wasn't usually like that. I wanted to take his head off. And this yeah. it worked perfect for me because it was the first ever time was I was precise, I was weighing it up and I, I was mm. thinking a lot and I was comfortable. Fit, I was fit, but I was fucking very comfortable. And it was just jab, low kick, jab, low kick, yeah. inside kick, boom, jab. Even when I got close to him, I, I, I sort of took my time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then he kicked me four times and I thought, fucking hell, I can't take no more of them. <laughs> he just went tip tap, wallop in my ribs, and I, I know when you go, <gasps> and then it went to get like I was managed, I was all right. I think it was all doing my fitness, do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I was very durable because I was fit as fuck as you well. Recovery times like that. Oh, it was, it was mint. And then I remember going back to the first round, and he walking back, he won the round. He, I looked, remember watching him walking back like that, big, cold, big, mostly cold motherfucker, wasn't he? Yeah. And uh, when I'd come out the second round, that was it. I was just on him, on him like a rash. It was a leg kick. I mean, that's what won me that fight against him, the leg kick, because mm. it set me up for for, for the Superman punch yeah, when yeah. I hit him. And after that fight, that was when the nerve, I enjoyed the nerves after that. Mm. That's when the fighting became fucking very, very addictive. fun. Yeah, very fun. It was already addictive, but you got to remember, I was working, fighting yeah, was, it was yeah. just a hobby. But when I got that fight for the British for the British title, I WSK as well, decent title, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. When I got that fight and won that, that's when I just stopped working and I thought, right, K1's now yeah. my life, do you yeah. know what I mean? And it, it was... And you dedicated your life to it for a good few years, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. About well, four, yeah. yeah. And you ended up winning the world title, didn't you? Europe, I won the European yeah. ICO, then I won the world title ICO. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, did I stop? I think I stopped early, but... You know what? I had a. I don't even know why I stopped. I know I was getting cortisone injections in my hands. Mm. I was having trouble with my hands. I'm trouble with my back. I was under the foot. <laughs> <laughs> and that training all the time. Yeah, it's hard on. Uh, it's it's family hard when you go family, family life. Rock hard. It's, you, it's hard, if you, especially know, if you're working and stuff. That's it, mate. My, my, do you know what it seems like? Even in the fighting, how disciplined I was, and how straight my life was, yeah. and things like. Doing that K1 is, is on par with watching my kids get yeah, born. Yeah. It's fucking mint. Best thing I've ever done. Yeah, it is good. So, Dave, let's talk a little bit about your fight career and uh, how we got to meet each other. And I'll let you talk unless you want me to tell some stories. Where do we start? No, okay, tell Gal <laughs> Gal tell his stories. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a bottle of water, please? Do you know what? No, no, man. It's pounds, pounds. Pound <laughs> Where do we start? Oh, Henry's just how did we? Twenty-five. So we years met from my brother, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, you were. So how long ago was twenty-five years? You had your first fight. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like a, you're like a fossil now, aren't you? Tw Twenty-three years ago, nineteen ninety-seven, I had my first fight. Nineteen ninety-seven. 
I'd be fresh fight for, for my regiment, just boxing. And then I batted everyone in my regiment on the uh, tournament, regiment tournament. And then from there, I went and boxed for the army for three years. Racked up about 20 fights all together, tournaments around the world. And then left the army. Came Then, then, I, then I was... I started learning Valley Tudor. How old when you joined the army? I was 17. 17. 17 in 1995. And then uh, 2003, I came out, I'd, I'd left the army with a guy called Kevin Capel, who's now, he's got his own Gracie Academy down in Aylesbury, which is, yeah. he's like, he rubs shoulders with the Gracies, he's like, he goes for yeah. tea with him in Brazil and where well, he goes to Brazil on holiday, yeah. goes to their house, trains with him, that. he's like, he was doing jiu-jitsu before he even went mainstream yeah, in this country. Yeah. But he went down the jiu-jitsu route <clears throat> because we were also doing Valley Chudo, which was where I learnt my kicks. I was yeah. already boxing, so I had my hand skills, my footwork and everything. Yeah. And the kicks came with the Valley Chudo. Yeah. Then my marriage broke down down there and then I came up here, what, 2006, and then met you mm. through your mic at work. Came down to our, your first gym down on Fornaby like Triangle, oh, yeah, like Bandu. He's about the size of a forty. He's still going there now, yeah, and he's Sean Coffey, yeah, isn't he? The dungeon, yeah. The dungeon, yeah, doing the yeah. jiu-jitsu in there. We had that little room, didn't yeah. we? I don't know if it was dungeon then, I don't know, I can't remember. No, it was just his own just thing, just a building, yeah. Yeah, and then just went from there, just from, what, 2006? That's so, when so, I started. So you, you've been with me then, from more or less from my 14. start, from more or less. You weren't with my first, I was, there was guys before you. I used to have another gym before that. Yeah, the, uh, we I came with you when you when you set up in cookies. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Because you have another one above a like a garage. It was tiny. It was about the size of a sixteen foot boxing ring. I'd fucking camp a bed mats on the floor, fucking nailed on. <laughs> <laughs> so I had them, but couldn't afford the mats I've got out there now. But there's only three of us yeah. fight. What was it, Brawler? Mate? Brawler. Yeah, the name was actually called Brawler. Yeah, my gym wasn't even called Contender. It's called Brawler. It called Brawler. Uh, yeah, so no. I know what we were doing. We just go around brawling. <laughs> yeah. So. So right up my street there. There's only four of us, man. Four, yeah, four people, yeah. Uh, and then it started there, what, 2006, and then 14 just, years later, I'm now retired. Just, just grew, yeah. Just Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Podcasts DP, and that. Balancing and detailing, that's what, that's yeah. what we're focusing now. That's it. Yeah. Well, we've had some good trips, haven't we, up and down, up and down the country. Yeah. Talk, what, 12, 12 yeah. years, 10, 12 years of fighting? Couple, couple of the King of the Ring shows were good you've been on, weren't they? Yeah. They were good at the time. Is that what Dan Hardy fought on? Yeah, you, yeah, Dan Hardy used to fight on them. Yeah. Paul, Paul Daly, Sean Lomas used to fight on them. All of them. It was like a All big show big, years big, and years big. ago, yeah. That was the first show I'd ever... To I've be only ever been honest, knocked out once in my, my career. And Nash was one of the... The promoter of that, he was one of the guys that gave me... To, to make me want to be a fight promoter. Mm. They all done King of the... I would say so, yeah. I liked these... Uh, I liked the way he'd done his shows. Uh he was then, good. But then obviously I thought, I want to do it better. I'm a perfectionist in everything I do. So I, uh, the time I put into things, even building stuff, I'm a nightmare, even with, with anything. I know me and Rob, they decided to do the podcast. He was like, oh, we'll just stick it, just do it anywhere, like against the wall or whatever people say. And I was like, no, nah, fuck that. It needs to be fucking look right. Yeah. Get yeah. it right. Yeah, it's going to be now, like it's even... The thing is with Nash's, a good start. it was just, with Nash's shows, they were just raw. It was... 
just a show full of fighters who were there. Because mm. back in the day, before social media and all that, yeah, fighting, none of that was fighting that. man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you'd have... He was, he was like one of the first shows who'd have a woman with a camera. I'll tell yeah. you who it was. Cuss. Uh, no, Kruger. Is it Kruger? Who does IFL TV? I heard, yeah, that, yeah, IFL. Kruger, yeah, yeah. Kruger, that Asian bloke. He was doing King of the Rings interviews and yeah. that. And it was a, you felt like a star, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You had your lights yeah. on you and you were getting interviews and that. Yeah. Before all social media and that, I was like, oh yeah, mint this. But all the fighters on there were just just fighting, weren't it? That's all it was. Yeah. None of the bullshit, like, was just fighting. And that bloke who knocked me out, he went and he had another fight after me on the same night. We were like, fuck it. Now that yeah, was the yeah. standard. You were like, good him. Like, did he win as well after that? Yeah, he yeah, won he that won one both, as well. Yeah, he won both. Yeah. I'm sure. Did your. Dave's original opponent have pulled out. And when we got down there... Is that the Armenian, like a, for, like a big foreign... George European champion, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. World champion. World champion, one. Yeah, so anyway, he came down. He's a professional boxer. K1 as well, or...? No, no he was kickboxing. kickboxing at the time. He's a professional boxer. And uh, he used to fight in Eurosport and that. Yeah, his opponent had pulled out and they were like, oh, look, we've got this other guy. He was already on the card fighting somebody else. So they knew it was a risk. He might have got injured mm. or knocked out fighting. Anyone it, that, it'll but, have been about that one, a quick break. Yeah, so we? then obviously Dave jumped in with him and... You were doing well, weren't you? Four days notice. Got, got I was winning the yeah. fight. I was I was beating him. I was up on points because that's that was my style, weren't I? I was mm. always I was always busy, always about the points, the points, yeah, the I've points. Yeah, watch that. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't carry power. Yeah. What, I, what I did carry was good footwear, and I was good at getting out the wave, shots, and countering. And I used to rack the points up, and I was winning on points. I knew in my head, I've got you here. I fucking got you, yeah. mate. That's the difference between someone who's world champion and someone who isn't. Because there was, must have been about eight seconds left of the fight. Precision of the shot. Just went bang. <laughs> well, I remember is picking myself up off the canvas. Like, getting up going, fuck, I need to get on my feet here, I'm going to lose the count. Fuck, he's already gone to changing rooms. <laughs> Gaz and that's there. I'm, I've, I've got a mask on, the fucking the bag on it and that. I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I need to get up. <laughs> Mate, I didn't even count you stay there fucking I sat on a stool and that and I was like fucking hell what happened there fucking knocked me clean out I was like woo first time ever <laughs> yeah surreal feeling that what way what way did you fight what way was it I, was I think I was 76 or something was it about 76 that year see them, see them them weights they can hit hard and they've got speed yeah but it's, it's kilo I watched watch a few of his fights and it's them weights it's it's like who's out working who mm. yeah. do you know what I mean who's the busiest who's out working and with David, it was always a was non stop, absolutely non stop. Yeah, the only way you watch the heavyweight, it's more like plodding, plodding, boom, boom, boom. Mm. In fact, they're very got to be careful with the, with the with the energy with the mm. fucking you know what I mean. Very rare you come across a heavyweight who's so fucking busy, especially yeah. in K1. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, you had a lot of years out, didn't you? And then he came back, and three uh, years when I need, didn't he started fighting again, and then then he ended up fighting for the. For the, for the promotions title, didn't he? The British title, he ended up fighting in for that. Scott McHugh, yeah. yeah. That was a good, he trained hard for that though. He trained back. He's a good fighter, isn't he? How old were yeah. you when, you when you fought? 40. 40, yeah, so you just turned 40. Just you turned went through 40. a bad time. Honestly, a few days before the fight, you, you, that's his man. Oh, that's his man. Yeah, I remember you saying, yeah. And uh, I, was, I was actually trained for a warm up fight, weren't I? And then I had. I'd, oh, he's, he done, done my bicep. Done yeah. my bicep tendon, didn't I? I had operation on that, and then I fought Scott, but. Honestly, that what I'd give the best advice I'd give to anybody training for, a, for any fight, just focus on your training. Yeah. That's it. 
nothing else. Focus on your training. Yeah. Get into that mindset. Eight weeks, mm. twice a day, religiously, doing nothing else, just focusing on that one fight with your training, doing everything right. And that fight, you will win it. He, he, he was in here with me, easy two or three days, times like a week, I mean a day. And then he was like, easy, I would say five, six days a week sometimes, like different times he was doing, he was PTing, he was uh, coming to the classes, coming to the sparring, mm. like being busy, uh, coming to the fitness private, classes. Private every, nearly every yeah. morning, because like sponsors did Nearly that. every day, yeah, nearely every day. That's how it's got to be, isn't it? Gyms, gyms. Eating all the right foods, weren't you? And I went in and I fight, <sighs> feeling mm. like I've never... Because there was sometimes years Training ago... Training fight easy, isn't it? I used, to, I used to have day fighting for me years ago, and there would be sometimes like... He'd fucking fight and he'd be like, like proper fatigued in the fight and I'd be like, what the fuck? And he's like, but I, like I knew he like at the time he, he was fucking not on the right path really. Partying. He was partying all the time. He'd be like eating the, eating the wrong foods. He'd be like having a fucking donut pizza before. He would fight but not tell me, you know what I mean? Or he'd be, he'd go out partying, take whatever. Two days before. Two days before and he'd just like rock well, to the fight. Still turn up. Still, still turn up and fight but. It's not, not the way, is it? That's not the way. No, so, the fuck. Because you have to think if you you were your own son. But see then, it's only when you start getting beat and your ego starts getting deflated, mm. you then start thinking about, hang on a minute, I need to start changing shit here. But when you've got no guidance, I only had you, that was it, yeah. I had no one else in my life, no guidance, nothing, so I thought, this is the way, really, I just fucking train, train whatever, do whatever, Turn up on a fucking Saturday. You were around. I don't know if it was said. This is around the wrong people, but you weren't around the right people. The right people. No. Yeah, I'm not saying you're around the wrong people, mm. but you weren't around the right people. Well, I still I had saying. a good. I still had a good career. I was contender. Yeah. No, I definitely. I had what 22, 20, 22 fights. I had. Yeah. yeah. No. No. You got to respect about people like Davis. Fight anyone anywhere. Mm. Yeah, he would, he would fight anyone at that's, any time as well. That that's that's that is is a fighter. Mm. Fighter man. Was it two? You, you got to respect that. Two thousand seven or eight. Who was it who come down? Leaf Taggart's manager when at the time, oh, 2008. Came down on a photo yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. And what was it? Chris? Chris Janssen. Is it from York? Sheffield. No, no, from no, Sheffield, Lenny. Who was from Sheffield? Rich Cadman. Multi dude. Rich Cadman. He was from Sheffield, but he came And I was in. I was in fight, no fighters only. Mm. Was it fighters? Was it fighters only? Fighter, something like fighter, that. Fighter, proper magazine, because there was no social media then. It was yeah. all like magazines and that. Full two page spread on me. For being the most active kickboxer in the country, and I was, I was sessioning, I was doing all sorts. <laughs> I was just racking up like three days No, Buster, where's that? I'll turn up and fight. And I, when I was doing that unlicensed boxing, yeah, yeah, I was there. Uh, I, I had a, you know what they are, slinkies. <laughs> I had a slinky in my training bag, so when I'd be in the changing rooms waiting for a fight, yeah, you know, sometimes you're waiting two or three hours. I keep going to the toilet and having slinkies. <laughs> Like skunk, mm. so you put weed in, boom, bag bomb, and then I would just sit there eating sweets, <laughs> just stoned up my head eating sweets. Uh, oh shit, something minutes. Then you look like your picture there, Bruce Lee. You, <laughs> you look like your picture there, like that. That's what I was having like four or five buckets, me. Yeah. Not before me fight, and then they'd come and I'd be like proper stoned out because I wouldn't see. It was different, something different. I'd never experienced it. We sat in this changing room waiting for someone to knock fuck out you, or you're gonna knock fuck out with them. Mm. I, I got fear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, on the streets, I was making a bit of a name for myself. Just going, you what, mate? Bam. Yeah. Uh, which was a foolish way to do it, but that's I, I can't change my past. But that's what I was doing. And then all of a sudden, I'm fighting. Sat in the changing room waiting to fight some cunt. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm not used to this. So I thought, right, I'll tell you what, I done it once. <clears throat> I'm. Uh, 
the fucking nerves was, was rife. I thought, oh, fucking hell, there was a fire exit door. I remember kept looking at it thinking, that looks nice. I'm run out of yeah. that. Yeah. So I started just smoking all the weeds in the changing rooms and that. Just, I mean, they were unlicensed boxing. Yeah, yeah. No one was fucking going to be bothered. And I would just sit there storing up my head. And then they'd come in and go, right, Venice, you're only 10 minutes. So I'd go, oh, all right, so. Now I'd jump up, hit the pads, get nervous. Adrenaline take over. All yeah. of a sudden my stoners would go. Well, yeah. Then I'd just go in the ring and fight someone. It wasn't really that fucking good, to be fair. Yeah. It was always someone who was just fought the rad, similar mm -hmm. to me, but yeah. I was winning all the time. Yeah. It was fucking mad. I, when I fought that Wes Smith for Britain's Alice Dorman, by the way, never stood yeah. the doors, well, I did do the doors a little bit, but not properly. I fought <laughs> a Britain's Alice Dorman title. I was on Yenka for three weeks. Fucking hell. I, I swear to God, I'd not, I'd not slept for, for like six days or something like that. I'd been sectioned in and out up on Rosebury Park. Yeah. I'd been in St. What it was called St. Luke's then. I'd spent four days in St. Luke's off me fucking tree, fucking backwards. Yeah. Come out, fucking smoke a load of weed, sniff a load of cat. I think I ended up being... I, I know it's raw, I'm not like this person. I was on the crack, I was in a crack house and everything. Yeah. And, I, I, and Tony Robbo rang me. You want to like you want to fight? I was like, yeah, 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 sound. If you're fighting a couple of weeks, I was like, yeah, sound. Goes down, fights his fucking Britain's hardest dormant, knocks him out in a minute. <laughs> what did you do it for? The money or ego at the time? Or? Both, both. Cause, I, cause my 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 head wanted to be the next Lee Duffy, the hardest yeah. man in the world. I mean, I used to lift weights and go look in the mirror, yeah, think yeah. I was hard as fuck. It was fucking madness. Yeah. But it was all that reputation that. That ego, pride, bullshit on the streets, that mm. crappy stuff, that means fucking nothing to me now. Yeah, yeah. And and it it was like, that's why I got into it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So when I was doing all that, and then I was walking out and going on the session, everyone was like, fucking hell, Venice all of YouTube knocking some cunt yeah, out yeah. in 10 seconds. It's fucking great, isn't it? No, for on them streets, yeah. for being on the streets. Us as fighters here now look at that and cringe and go, what a whopper. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Us as, like, look, yeah, yeah. we're all trained fighters yeah, sat here yeah, now. Yeah. I know I'm a trained fighter now. Yeah. Back then I was just a fucking crank. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, luckily I know, luckily I know I didn't bump into Gary or Dave or, went, <laughs> or a leg kick and I'd be like, I'm not getting out. What's that all about? <laughs> but, I mean, that's why I'm, I'm be forever grateful for this fighting game, yeah. for the K1, because it... it even it was never too late to discipline me. Mm. Once my mindset had changed and I'd put the drugs down and I, 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 I enjoyed the fellowship and yeah. I conquered my addiction, my drug addiction and all that, and then I was, I just slowly become obsessed with K one, and the discipline and the fucking, the person it made me mm. was, it made me everything I'm, I am today. Do you know what I mean? It's good to see you've turned your life around. Yeah. That's what's good to see. It's good to see and Dave as well. Yeah, yeah well, I've known Dave well, look, without fighting, and I'm sure Dave will agree with me. What fighting done for people like me and Dave, who knew them streets and knew what we could do on them streets and what we were like, it was either life in jail or fucking death. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of of what what we knew and all we've been around, it's like to it's just I I knew it's for the me. Same as fighting, yeah. fighting. It's the same as the streets. It's about levels. It's all it is. It's about levels. I see people now. I've, in your, like lads out there now who, who like making a name of themselves on the street yeah, yeah. and all that. They go, oh, look, man. I'll come down and do some pad work and all that. I'll do a bit of spy yeah. on me. And I'm like, yes, I'm put down. And you look them and they're going, two on the round and that. And you're like, you fucking doing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but I, I was probably one of them. One of them, yeah. The thing that comes with that as well is none of them got any discipline. Yeah. No self-discipline whatsoever. That's why the spinny rounders. Spinning around and just fucking head down, closing their eyes, running shots. I, but do you know what? It, 
couldn't, I couldn't imagine like, I couldn't imagine my life without K1 now, do you yeah, know what I mean? I think, yeah. where the fuck would I be, do you know what I mean? It's because it, cause I can sit and daydream about it all day long. No, you can I'm even thinking about my kids or thinking about fighting. Mm. Thinking about fighting or thinking about my kids. These days, Dave's got me thinking about fucking cleaning cars now. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, my life's a million times better through, yeah. through K1 and, and, and yeah. fighting game and what I conquered, you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I'm fucking forever be grateful. It'll always be in my heart. I'll always, I'll always uh, in my head, I'll always think, come back to something. Yeah. You've met through the gym, didn't you? Actually met sort of through, to know each other. I know you knew each other way, but you sort of met through the gym, didn't you? It's a mad story, you know. So. Can we tell him? Shall we tell him? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It's not a story. <laughs> Do you want me to tell it? Do you want me to tell it or you? Although he's a conspiracy to murder and that's charged somewhere. No. <laughs> Do you want me to tell it or you? Yeah, tell it. Not bothered. So, in my mad days, yeah, my MCAT days, my mad days, I was like a lunatic, like a fucking Raji, fucking sniffing a load of coke and a load of MCAT mm. and looking after drug dealers and collecting money and doing all that shit. So, unbeknownst to me, I'd shout at Dave. He'd not long been out the forces. I'd pulled up his house and shouted at him. You didn't kicked. shout. You knocked on the fucking door. Right. Well. <laughs> you didn't shout me in the street. You fucking well, knocked I, on the door. I showed threatening behaviour towards this fucking lunatic yeah. in his day. And and I, mad because I, I, I can remember what he's saying, like being with this lad, driving around looking you for can't people. Remember. I can't remember being with Dave. Yeah. And anyway, uh, so in his head, I've become this this worst oh, enemy, this yeah. cunt who he needs to put away because obviously I was all over YouTube battering people, fucking people. I was making a name myself. I was known as this fucking Raji yeah. on the streets. I was fucking mental. And Dave's thinking, shit, I have to fucking put a bullet in him. I'm going to have to kill him. I'm going to have to do something. Do you know what I mean? So... But at the time, I was fighting as well for you, weren't I? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd spoke Gary about you at the time. I was like, hey, I've had this fucking venom at my house. And you were like, oh, get him down. We'll just have a spell with him and that. And I remember ringing you when I was at work in Gap, going, I said, I'll fucking ring him now then. And I rang you. I was like, do you know who this is? You were like, no. I went, the lad who you knocked, the door, the uh, lad who's not, the uh, door you knocked on last night, or what, a couple of days ago, or whatever it was, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> you're a bit of a fighter, aren't you? Uh, kickboxer and that. Uh, come down and have some sparring then. Because the way this is going, I'm going to end up going to war. Straight away, you were like, fucking war? I'll go for I was like, yeah, fuck off. Dickhead. <laughs> See, do you know what it is as well? This is I can't remember this. Like I know in my yacht one hundred percent this is true because that's it's, it's me. That was yeah. me. So I know it was true. So all of a sudden, like my my it's like I'm running round in circles and Dave's going round the other way. Or if he's coming after me, I, I'm going that way. Yeah. Our old past never crossed after this happened was beyond me. Yeah. Like I like Dave wasn't Impossible. even in my head. I didn't know he was. You gotta understand. I was shouting at that many people every day. I'll keep threatening that many people every day. It was, I didn't remember him. But in Dave's head, oh, I was Horrible. coming for him. I was going to kill him. It was him or me. Yeah. So, I, we walked into a site, like, I walked into a site, I didn't know Dave was there, to be fair. Walked in a site, saved the passport with my dad, doing a site, saved the passport. And I only know this now because he's told me this I story. Was with, I was with John. Anyway, he fucking, he's went, shit, I'm unaware. I remember John being there and being with someone, but I couldn't, like I did, no, so anyway, Dave never turned up the next day. Big classroom. Me. I goes in there the first day. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was like, no, like not even wanting to make. <laughs> so, I, 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 but again, again, I'm sat there, didn't have a clue. So anyway, we when I walked in here, guys, that 
day, like fucking, it was only last, end, beginning of last year, ago. two years ago when I walked in here and started training me here and that. Yeah. And uh, Dave was here. I'm like, all right, guys, all right, all right. And he was a bit of a queer cunt, I Because I went, all right, mate, he went, yeah, all right. And fucked off straight away. Yeah. Walked to the back of the room and all that. And then was like looking at us and I could see him looking at me and that. And I was thinking, it's a queer cunt. And I just got in the gym, <laughs> got in the bags and started doing the bags yoga. And then I started, I tried, I went up, made a bit of effort to talk to him. Yeah. And he started talking to me, everything was all right with jelly, about jellies and stuff. And I thought, right, sound. So I started following on Instagram. His fucking Instagram was mental. <laughs> His fucking Instagram was off it. No, like, you got to remember, guys, like, I've, I've given my life to God. I'm a Christian yeah. now, do you know what I mean? I'm on the right path. I'm in the right frame of mind. I'm a fucking good lad. And everything's, like, right. And anyway, so looks at his Instagram. And his Instagram's fucking rife with uh, corruption and police and fucking blah, blah, blah. And I fell for him because I thought, oh, his head must be pickled. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I messaged him. How we doing, bro? Fucking blah, blah, blah. One thing led to another. Next thing you know, I, I think I said to you, didn't I? Go and disprove the Bible or like, you don't believe in God or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And next thing you know, he's, ringing, he's messaging me two weeks later. I need to meet you. I need to come meet you. I need to come meet you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Sam. I'm thinking this is the first time I'd ever met him in this yeah, gym. Yeah. Uh, you need to meet me somewhere. I went, why? Come to my house. He went, no, no. I'm not telling you in your house. I went, why? He went, I don't know how you're going to react. So I went, what do you mean? He went, well, I don't know how you're going to react. I went, is it about my past? He went, yeah. I went, past is a past. So cut my house, mate. Cut my house, no problem. So he come and he was a bit quirky and he was a bit like uh, fucking fuck, and like it was a bit strange to be around. Do you know what I mean? Because he was like mm. he was like it was if he was on edge and he was like ready and, and uh, no, he was a bit a bit funky, weren't you? Like, cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said, "I go sit down, mate." So he sits down on that, and then he told me this like what I've just been telling you about, and I was like, "Fucking hell, Dave!" And he's like, "No, no, but like." I believe in God, bro. Like, what made you? What made you mention God to me, man? You in my head, you were my worst enemy. I was thinking about fucking killing you. Like, yeah. I, I thought it was even. Even I, I can't believe it. Like, I'm sat your table. What's going on? And it was fucking very. It was like my head standing up now. It was fucking mental. mad. Yeah. It was mental. And I thought that is fucking off it. Who's gonna give him a hug and that? And we fucking been brothers ever since. You know what I mean? Yeah. Best of me. Ended up moving next door. Next door, me now. Next door. Haven't you knocked the door through? So he's living each other. We just take the pile of the fence. <laughs> so I, I mean. <laughs> It's just crazy because we've gone. It's like our paths should have crossed in them days when he was hundreds of times, times, man. But it never. So really, you used to owe me your life. Maybe he's or, or or a foot massage on the. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think I just think it was a miracle how, how we never because I mean he was he was best mates with people who I was bothering yeah, yeah. with and yeah. you know he was in places where I was going and. But for some reason, we never ever... Because you can imagine in them days, Dave being who he was, yeah. raged and imagine he'd seen me and bumped into me. Mm. What would have happened? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We would have never been here. But the fact that it was yeah. written in the stars that he was never meant to, then all of a sudden, we're inseparable now. Do you know what I mean? I'm with him more than Crazy. fucking with my wife. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's fucking mad. It's fucking him upstairs, mate. Do you know what I mean? See, from that... Do you want to talk a bit about your, your business? Yeah. I'll let Dave do that because he's the expert around it all. I'm just still learning. Right, well. Look at the smile on his face. Yeah, about got a bit. The smile on his business. face. Yeah, come on, come on, tell me. Tell Valentin and detailing. You know yourself, Gary. I had my old uh, detailing company in Valentin. Was it more Valentin that? Was it detailing? It was more Valentin. Yeah. I know you'd done the odd few, didn't you? But then I got a unit, didn't I, to do detail out in Skelton and mm. then. That just went tits up because of where it was. It was just out of the way of everyone, and it was hard to get business. Yeah. 
Well, I remember when you and Andy Little came, didn't you? Andy Liddell. Yeah, Liddell. Remember when you turned up? My flipping. I had a Cranzel jet wash, top of the range, Cranzel ah, yeah, jet yeah, wash. Yeah. And because these were talking, and like, I was just, I wasn't with it. Because when I, I'm always in the, I'm, I always get in the zone, do you know what I mean? I don't like people talking, and these were talking to me, and I saw them. Fucking melted all my finger, that remember the, the, the rubbish bag was in it all melted all the plastic all around my finger. Yeah. I was like, oh no. Mate, we're talking about the business and the positive stuff. I'm not talking about your mistakes. <laughs> fucking on a podcast, mate. No, he, he reckoned. We're fucking well, fantastic anyway. by the way, people. They ignore that. that. I wasn't working with him then. He's better now. That, that was <laughs> what the hell? He was trying to tell us about your business. Yeah, I was burning this, I was burning that. Fucking on pressure washing, he wrecked my pressure washing since that day. Right. I was like, so the car was all right. I didn't doubt wrong right, with that. Right, good, good, good. Just good. me fucking So he's blaming with. me for breaking his pressure washer yeah, talking to him. Like, so <laughs> talking, talking. Don't want you nowhere near my fucking graph no more. That's why I'm like, I am with people when I yeah. talk, you know, yeah. like, fuck when off. He, when he went, you were with me for about an hour or two. Yeah, yeah. And he come back, I hadn't done fuck all, just done talking to you. He's like... Number. I was like, oh, Kaz, uh, <laughs> Kaz is full. Didn't I buy you dinner? Oh, yeah, you did actually. We sat a fucking jab cross up. Yeah, we played jab, jab cross up. I'm fucking running around, fucking stressed. Oh, it was funny Sack how he stressed that day, wasn't it? Sacking people, you're fucking sacked. <laughs> wasn't that a new contract you discovered as well? Yeah, yeah. And that day and things fucked up for you. Oh, it was funny though, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 the way I am now is I laugh and I giggle, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. This is a new obsession for us now. You know, like, we treat anything like fighting. Mm. You know, if, if we love it, we'll be obsessed with it and we'll, we'll 100% will go into it. Yeah. So what's the difference between a valet and a, what's the difference between a full valet and a detailing? Uh, <laughs> you get your car polished to a very high standard because if you look at a car and it gets decontaminated as well because when you take a car to get valeted, it doesn't get decontaminated, it just gets washed. Mm. So... Everything that's stuck in that clear coat, the lacquer that's over your paintwork, everything's still embedded in that. Yeah. So we've got to properly decontaminate it. And after the decontamination, that's when you cast paintwork under lights, you'll see how crap you see it really all is. the imperfections. All, and all we do is we, we get the imperfections out. Mm. All the paintwork. Make, make, make the paint <coughs> perfect again. And then what we do is we put on a ceramic coating, which is like a screen protector for your phone, but for your car. Mm. Which will then protect it. All our polishing work, so you can't three, shine five, yeah. will be protected underneath that. So, what's, is there any difference to the inside, or is it mainly the outside of the vehicle? It's mainly the outside, but the the inside, mate. We've got Creed, Car ah, Smelly, so yeah, Savage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you should have brought them. We've got all a, a bit juicy food to bubble out of a out of Here, here. Right, his favourites out of all them smells. There, what's his favourite one? Leather. A leather smell. <laughs> he's, a fossil, leather, leather. Leather. he's a fossil, mate. Yeah, he's a fossil. I like the oh, new car smell. The new car smell. Like. Oh. Got this oh, Mate, oh, what do you no, want to say? I, I, I love that leather smell, please, <laughs> mate. Yeah, but not as an aftershave, I wouldn't say. I'll have a leather smell. Oh, yeah, he's spraying his spray leather in the car, mate. <laughs> I go behind him and start spraying savage behind it. Oh, fucking green. I'm like, get that out. I love leather smell. So is uh, the business going well? Because how long has it been going now? As well? well, look, it started in you as a business owner, anyone with a business owner, I'll t like from what we've known, is sometimes for the first year, you're never going to turn a profit over. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you, if yeah. anything. We've been lucky enough to be open for four months, and yet it's not cost us. We've always made the overheads. We've, we, we, we're picking up now. The work speaks for itself. So what we're doing is now is 
we're finally making a profit back on month now. You know what I mean? Not much, but we're making it. We're getting the cards from the door. The Instagram and the Facebook is building up because the works, the videos that we're posting, the work that's on there, it speaks for itself. So, you know, yeah, it's got, to pick up now. I've been at this for going into my sixth year now. So I'm, where's the camera? Pretty shit at what I do. And to be fair, mate, look, it's a three and a half grand course to go on to do the valeting and the detailing, mm -hmm. to, to use machine polishing, to use the ceramic coating. Yeah. It's not peanuts, you know what I mean? You've got to be well trained to do it. Well, you've and done a bit of valeting yourself, haven't you, guys? We're so both, you know we're both well trained. Ago, yeah. We've both paid the money. We're both well trained. We're trained by oh, East Reap Academy, Ultramax Ceramics. We're, we're credited, being credited off Ultramax and that. But what I was going to say is there, like, see, like, when you were doing valeting, Gary, for was a BMW wearing it? You and Bowley and all them. Mm. You were young then, weren't you? Yeah. Very yeah. young. Now this is what we. This is the. This is the type of work we do. These young valeters who are working for like BMW and that. When someone goes to buy a brand new car, you expect that car to look like shit on yeah, brand new. Yeah, yeah. Now what people fail to forget is these cars are coming from Germany on a ship. Then they get put on a road transporter, took to a garage. So they've already had all that fallout and shit out the air, attached brake dust and mm. that off the motorways and crap. Attached to the paintwork. Now that car then goes to a dealership, gets sold to a customer. Oh, the customer's coming in two days. Here, Jack, 17 year old, 18 year old, the valeter. Yeah. He's the best. He's, all his mates picking up his shit out of valeting him. Really is shit. Doesn't give a damn about BMW cars and that. He's on, no disrespect, he's not on the best of money because he's only 17. He's not going to give a fuck about his car. Yeah. All he wants to do is get home, doesn't he? So he's then washing his valet in his car, goes to the customer, it's just full of swell marks and that, and then that's where we come in and take all them defects out and make the car look how it looked when it first left the factory. Mm. And that's what we're about. That's the difference between a valet. What's that you're putting on there? Just ice a propol. Panel wise. Put some, put, put some ceramic on my world champion belt, mate. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the Who's the boss then? I've He's got, got a cup. I've got I've got a big mug. Says the boss. Does that mean you're the boss? Right. Oh. Well, in, in, in my experience of working with bosses, they sit and watch, don't they? Demo demonstrate here, look. I boxed off. Bit of leather. Nah, it's... Well, is this his uh, suit air freshener? Up. Bit of leather. Uh, bit of leather. Leather leather max. This is the ceramic. For leather, yeah. Specifically. Ceramic for leather. So we can do ceramic the inside of the cars, but with the leather chips, it doesn't smell like leather. That's not the leather smell. <sighs> Strong that. Does it stay shiny or does it dry yeah, in? Waterproof, shiny. Yeah, yeah unreal. Like a sealer. It's like a, so it does seals it, yeah. Like a top, like a top more. Start putting some of my trainers. This? On your trainers? See my trainer collection. You've got a decent one, haven't you? Even train collection. Alright, yeah, alright. Yeah. All the same, no. <laughs> oh, I've got a fucking absolutely Yeah, two seventies, nine two seventies, that's it, I think. I've started I've started buying the OTNs now. Have you? Mm, been getting them yeah, important. You love trainers though, you more oh, than me. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, which, which ones have you got today? TNs, bare TNs. Yeah. They've, stu they've still got the brand new signs underneath on them. Yeah. <laughs> they've still got the Manchester signs underneath. Sure, we had that. Yeah, so I'd like to point out as well our business is called <laughs> DP Valentin and Detailing. You can find us on Instagram, 
Facebook website at www.dpvalentinandetailing.com.uk My honest opinion, I like the way yours is lovely and clear and everything, and ours is just all played and a lot of shite. What you have to think is how good Contender is to any other company, so you can never compete with me. Look at that, <laughs> I suppose. And then, so watch the waterproof. See how that just rolls off. Look at that. Do that. Don't use that. So it goes on his pants. Look at that. Look at that. All over the Wrecking my table. Look at that. The waterproof, mate. Whoa! <laughs> Get that off my poster. <laughs> <laughs> Clean my belt up. So guys, know what I'm going to do now? What are you going to do now? You've both had a little game of this already, haven't you? Yeah. So... I've never lost on it yet. I beat you as well, didn't I? Swipe that water there, please, Dave. Didn't I beat you at it? You were no, you never beat me. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm the undisputed yeah. jab cross who never been beat at this game. I've had me a kicked in in fights, but not this. How many fights <laughs> you have, guys? 14. Yeah. Yeah. Pro K1. Well, mixed between other fights, and I've had like Mac fights and. Mm. I, was tell, I, was tell, fights. I was telling, I was telling, Paul the other week about you that injury. Oh, which one when I snapped my jaw? The worst one. Yeah, that? that was fucking brutal, lad. That's the worst injury I've ever I've seen. I've got a picture. Actually, I'll show you at the end. Oh, in fact, it's on my Insta when oh, I snapped. Horrible. So, do we know the rules of this or what? Yeah, yeah. Jab beats cross, cross beats hook, hook beats jab. Yeah, yeah. Dip beats Paul. The hippie ball. So, you know what? I when we played this game earlier, I felt like making a comeback in a fight. <laughs> what only in cards? You know what? Calling people out but playing them with jab cross hook. I want to play this with uh, what's his name? Kay Samosa. You want to play this with Kay? I am up on that. Yeah. You know what he says? Right, Dave, you red corner. Paul, you blue. So you know the rules, don't you? Well, I. What is it then? Tell me. Seven cards. Yeah. Jab beats cross, cross beats hook, hook beats jab. Yeah. Counter punch takes a KO. Yeah. Uh, KO card wins the round. Yeah. Let's go then, boys. I bet Dave couldn't have told you the rules there. Easy. Dave doesn't even know the rules even now. I'm a rule breaker. So count seven cards out, guys. Jab beats cross, cross beats hook, hook beats jab. Counter punch beats the jab cross or the hook. So guys, our podcast is sponsored by the Jab Cross Hook game. It's going to be available to buy very soon on Amazon. You ready? It's just getting that in your head. Jab beats cross. Cross beats jab. No, cross beats hook. Hook beats jab. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's go then. Jab, jab cross hook. Oh, draw. Pick up. Jab it's cross hook. Yes. Hook beats jab. Yeah, please jab us, Dave. Grab a kill card. Pick your teeth up. <laughs> jab, cross, hook. Uh, hook beats cross. This is just too easy, man. <laughs> right. Jab, cross, hook. Hook beats cross. Hook beats cross, Dave, yeah. You're winning, you're winning. Why are you picking that one up? Get up. I got a lot I'll give you. Jab cross hook. Oh! Wasted, wasted. 
One each then? Yeah, because guys, when they put a counterpunch, no, yeah, you just pick up, yeah. When they put a counterpunch guard down, there's only two of them in each deck. Yeah. And then that's wasted. Normally, the counterpunch beats the KO card because yeah. it beats the jab cross or the hook. Jab cross hook. Draw, pick up. When it's a draw, you both pick up. Jab cross hook. Ooh, beast jab. Next one wins the round. Jab cross hook. He's won, he's you won! Fucking I just played him straight away! Outsmarted him, didn't you? Like you do in a fight. Yeah, Let them think they're winning, but they're not. Yeah, but yeah. where's that QO card put under there? You cheating bastard. That one goes in there, the T. You can't use that. Only one of them in there, Only one of them in the deck, yeah. And then re So Dave can't use that again now. The total knockout card. That goes in there. The KO cards go back in the deck. One, and then reshuffle two, if you shuffle them. So you've got three, seven. Well, six, seven. So normally, guys, when we play this, it's uh, to win a round, you have to win three of these KO cards. But to win a fight, you have to win three fights. Yeah, normally. We're just going to have another round now, those. You, who won when you played it uh, when we started the show? Me. Here we are. Right. I think you as well. You were lying. I have undefeated on it. You never beat me. Yeah. Right. Jab, jab cross Oh, jab each cross. Jab cross out. No. Dave, you never even picked the KO card up. Yeah, no, you can't pick it up now, though, can you? Put it down. Yeah, yeah he's wasted his time now. You should, you that, that's, that's, that's the thing, like, you've missed your goal. All right. Jab, jab cross out. Jab cross out. Cross beat hook. No. <laughs> How do you not know you play it, loads? Kill. Jab cross hook. Hook beats jab. Jab cross hook. Counter punch, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it. I counted your card wrong now, I think. I said it. Jab cross hook. Drop. Jab cross hook. Oh, hook beats jab. He's the jab best. Jab cross hook. Oh, you see his card, you see his card. Yeah, counter punch. Counter punch takes their KO card. Oh, there you go. Bossed you, he bossed you. <laughs> 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 so, one apiece. Uh, before we uh, close it up, do you want to tell us a bit how you got the movie roll with uh, playing Lee Duffy and how that came about and how it is to play that? Uh, and if you want to take it any further. Also, the like acting. Yeah, with him as well. What, what are you doing? Because he's seven minutes off. No, five minutes. I think it was. What? I was sat at home last just before last Christmas, and yeah. uh, I got a phone call saying uh, they're making a Stephen Sayers film. A Sayers movie yeah, yeah, with the yeah. old gangsters from Newcastle yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And uh, obviously Lee Duffy was friends with them. And Lee Duffy, I knew all the stories when I was growing up about Lee, and and uh, he was. Going to Newcastle, wiping four and five doormen out at the time, yeah. walking in pubs and looking for Viv Graham. And there's, anyway, the story as it is, they were needing, there was 150 people auditioning for the lead of They couldn't really get no one. And uh, I knew the young says, twins, they are Jack and Tony, mm -hmm. and they said, Look, we know a lad from South Bank, fighting lads. Fucking, which used to tell us stories about Lee. He's in the same town. Yeah. You know, he looks, looks apart. He might do it. 
Should have given my number and they rang me. I thought it was just a fucking wind up. Wind up, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, whatever, mate. Do you want to be in a movie playing Lee Duffy? Fuck off, man. Just, they just ring you like that. Rang it? me and went, hello, this is so-and-so, so-and-so. Steve Rafe, I think it was. who was a movie producer and yeah. uh, he says, right, we're working with uh, the guy who done train spotting and won BAFTAs yeah. and this, that, but we'd like you to play Lee Duffy in a film. Yeah, like, I look with Jeremy Beadle. I was like, he is, isn't that? sure, up, man. Boom, put the phone down, message me, saying, no, I'm being serious, bring me back. So he rang me, he said, look, we're making a film about the says. Lee Duffy's a massive part of the Sears mm. movie. Uh, would you like to play him? They went, yeah. He said, just a quick question. Is this you on YouTube? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting or not? He went, yeah. He went, you still look like that, Paul. <laughs> I was full of fucking palmos and pork pies. I was about fucking 20 stone. <laughs> I went, no, mate. Do I fuck? I said, I've been retired for like three or four years, mate. I said, I'm a fucking mess at the moment, mate. He went, really? I went, yeah. He went, mm, we need you at 17 stone. I went, when's the movie? He went, possibly next year. On about this year. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, fuck's sake. I built my own gym on my back, started training yeah. like a lunatic, fucking dieting, fucking cut palm oils out. Was lost a bit of weight anyway, got down to 18 stone. And uh, fucking with all this COVID shit and what's yeah, happened, put it back to next year. But I wasn't asked anyway because I can just slowly maintain those yeah. bit of weight, hence the reason why I'm doing a bit of fasting every now and again, which is 16 hour fasting. I have my last meal about half nine, ten o'clock, mm -hmm. and I don't eat till two o'clock today. Which is I've got five minutes to eat a donut. So Woo! have you been uh have you done any filming at all for it? Went down to Newcastle, we done bits of trailer, bit or oh, bits and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And, and at first I was like, look, I'm not an actor, what the fuck am I gonna do here? Did you get any training? No, because he doesn't want that. He doesn't want an actor to play a fighter. He said it's more raw. He said, What I've heard about you, then he said, uh, but he's called me then actually, he said, What I've heard about you is you've been in similar situations to what Lee had done and stuff right, like yeah, that. Yeah. He said, so what I want from you is to play, I want you to give me the role. He said, go play that part in there. You've done a bit of acting and stuff like that. He went, I want you to go in there and play that role. He gave me a bit of a script, but no, he said, you just improvise, say what yeah. you want to say, but this is what I want to happen. So he gave me a little bit of a script. He said, go on then. I just flew in, put myself in, in, in the old mindset how I used to and just went with went for it. So how, how, does it, how did it feel when you like got in the... Uh... I don't know, like in wherever you, you film with the guys. How did it feel? Like, you've never had no acting experience. You're rocking up. He's like saying, oh, just, yeah, just, I just want you to be yourself, basically. You know what it is? It, it, do you know what it is? It, it was strange. I'm with actors and uh, I'm watching them act and we're doing, I'm watching them do this stuff and that. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to be able to do this. This is going to be weird. But, you know what? Once I get, once you try and try again, I, I, it's like I said that. I'm just, I'll just try. Anything yeah. I try is 100%. So I just tried, tried, tried. It took me about four goals and he went fucking magic. That's exactly so, what I'm going to do. No, no, when you're doing your lines, obviously you get, do you get a script? Yeah. Yeah, so you get a script. Do you get that script how long, how long before you do any filming? Do you get a well, script? Well, to be fair, all the, it's funny you mentioned that because all the scripting's done, all the, everything's done. So have you read the script? Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. Not yet. So what bits have you been filming we just done the trailer, me walking. I've, we've just the trailer for the movie or the trailer. For, just we've done, just we've done the trailer teaser. for the tra take a teaser, yeah. And and also uh, the documentary is out 29th of this month. I've, I'm and acting, you in that? I'm acting in that yeah. as well, yeah. And how uh, much Lee Duffy in that as is well? Is there much talking going on in that as well? I, I I do. I get interviewed about playing Lee Duffy. I get interviewed yeah. about my old lifestyle. Now I was, and then then they get they have like like the ghost of Lee Duffy walking on South Bank Street, yeah, swinging yeah. punches and. Fucking all that stuff, do you know what I mean? So I've done a bit of acting in that as well. So And how was that? Sound. Do you reckon that set you up to do the... Because the movie, but also what you're going to get off that as well, you're going to get... 
you're going to get feedback off that, aren't well, you? Good well, or bad off people, but it's yeah. going to be good for you to know. Well, yeah, it's like a practice run, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look, I, guys, I would like to if if it, I'm going to give it hundred percent. Yeah, and I could potentially me being seen playing a, a bad guy in a in a fucking episode yeah, yeah. or you know a bit like fucking. I don't know, something like Lockstock or Snatch or something yeah. like that. Maybe a dream come true, but yeah. why not reach for that? Yeah, you have to. Do you know what I mean? The way, I, the way I'm built now these days is I'll reach for the stars, me, no matter what I do. Yeah, yeah we well, don't put it all for me. <laughs> it's allowed holidays. I says to him, he's used all his holidays. He's wearing Christmas. Yeah, I says to him, listen, Dave, I'm not being funny out, mate, but this year you better spend spend some quality time with me, mate. when I make it big, I'll have no time for the little. <laughs> Be a peasant, then, yeah. money. Yeah. Well, look, he was bringing his car in. Wash that. <laughs> uh, I see me. This is this is how how what how much I believe in myself. Do you know what I mean? Is I see myself in the next fucking Fast and the Furious beating fucking Dwayne Johnson up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I see, him, happen, I but... see him in the next Fast and Furious detail in the cars, mate. <laughs> 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 okay, well. well yeah. All right, Marv. Yeah. So, so did, they were like, when you got this role, did you like go home and like practice with your missus? Oh, yeah. You say these lines well, and I'll do this. Like, because obviously, just just to fucking rock up in a room, it's like now I'm sound with talking with people and doing whatever, mm. and I reckon I might be all right at acting. No, oh, did, 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 did just me rocking up now with all yous, and I, but I don't know yous. Yeah. So you don't know no one. You go to this studio or room wherever you go and to play this role, and he's like, oh yeah, you don't really get no acting experience, but. Basically, we just sort of want you to be yourself. The, the guy, the, the guy I'm working yeah. with, right? He's called Guy Fraser, and he's from Scotland. He's got Baftas. He's got he worked in Train Spotting Two. Yeah. He's fucking great. He's great. And the best of it is, he's lived the life like us. Yeah. He's from the streets. He's fucking raged. He's he, but now he's a well-to-do producer, movie mm. maker, and that. He's fucking brilliant. And he says, I don't want you to practice anything, to do anything, to change the way you are today. So all I want you to do is put yourself in a situation. How I've just explained. And how would Paul act? What would you do? Mm. So you just walk in the room, he goes, right, he's saying something you don't like, you're going to go over, you're going to grab him, you're going to do this, you're going to threaten him, you're going to say, get this down here now. Yeah. Basically, go and do it. So I would just walk in and go, what are you fucking saying there, Paul? Come here. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And you sort of go put yourself back in that mindset to where you're going. And you, and so, so it sounds like they want, they definitely want that Middlesbrough, South it, Bank yeah, uh, the, feel. They need the lingo. Yeah. Well, well, I spoke to the, to yeah. the sales and that. They're like, fucking hell, you sound just like him. Yeah. The way you are, the way you talk and that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you're just like him. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking mad. But then what Gary wants is he doesn't want me as an actor. He wants me as real as possible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm walking up to these doormen and I'm going... Like, for example, what Lee, from what I've heard, Lee's pulled up, walked out. All right, mate, it's Viva Bout. No. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Fucking good night. Tara, walking in the pub, taking the fucking mic off the door, off the mm. DJ and going, get Vivi here now, telling the duffers in town. Yeah. And walking at the next pub. So he's got, he doesn't want me to learn that. Mm. doesn't want me to whack that. So if I put myself in a situation where I think I could do that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Paul Vance could do that. So you walk and you're wrong, mate. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Boom, in. So you so, yeah, so That's how we want yeah. it. Start us two! Yeah! Well, <laughs> 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 yeah. I'd right, be a good actor, mate. You'd be terrible, mate. What f- you would be terrible. You're like gay! Fucking all the monkeys! He sent me a video, said, uh, Did they need a, need a gay stick? Started <laughs> 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 doing that. I was fucking crying. Well, guys, uh, 
It's been great having you on. It's mm. been great to hear you and your stories. So we'll Love probably it. get you back on and I know what I mean. So we're just starting out ourselves. And uh, well, I'm just uh, we're trying to get one out a week for now, like yeah. with different people. But guys, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Jab Cross Sugar. Like I say, guys, this, this game is going to be uh, for sale the end of November. So if you want to grab this, you can message the Jab Cross Hoot game on Instagram or Facebook, guys. And it's going to be for sale on Amazon. And don't forget DMP Valt and Detailing. Yep. Get your free keyring. Free keyring. So do you want to shout anybody out before we go, guys? Uh, a thank yous. I want to thank Peter Greggs. Greggs. The non-Susan Jill for these donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie Boyle is writing a new book about Southbank's very own, a very a very Southbank story. Yeah, I think you can pre-order that now on Amazon. I'm the I'm the voice of the Southbankers and the Duffy stories yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. A bit about myself as well, not much because I'm open to do a book after the film yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, go follow the Paul Venice actor page on Facebook. And uh, yeah, follow our page as well. D P yeah. Valentin as well, yeah. So we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Cap. Cheers. Cheers.